1: Friday edition, Studio 12, south end zone of Kyle Field. And a lot of people know by now, this is another Ask Ross edition, the February episode in which our director of athletics joins myself, Will Johnson, and Andrew Monaco. And I really think you picked the right day (laughs) to come, Ross, because what's just happened, incredible stuff, the weekend we're about to experience here in College Station gets even better
3: your planning is pretty good <laughs> i think so yeah it's been uh it's been a fun week yeah. uh, you know on the court you know in the pool you know we got our uh, swim and diving teams competing at the sec championships we had a great weekend uh in a week for uh for baseball and basketball's <laughs> had you know several wins in a row and women uh same thing so no it's been uh it's been a fun week mm-hmm. absolutely it's so bla- good, good timing
2: will always mentions it about you know what a weekend west campus Mm -hmm. even when it's not all there on west campus it's just when all these sports and it just seemed to be so dynamic of win win great performance individual team softball comes back against number five arizona it's like it's just you you just have a grin on your face the entire time i
1: always say you can walk to all of it too (laughs) <laughs> the whole time that corner yeah. of West Campus, if you want to catch baseball, softball, yeah. men's, women's basketball, the tennis teams, pretty soon track's going to crank up outdoors. Yep. Uh, more on track a little bit later because they're running indoors this weekend, and then next weekend they host mm-hmm. right the SEC That's indoor right. championships. Right. I mean,
3: yeah, and, I think I mean, you can. Yeah. Just,
1: it's all right there for you.
3: Yeah, I think <laughs> if you look at the last, uh, if you take this coming weekend, you take last weekend, and then you take next weekend, three huge you know weekends mm. in a row of just. All kinds of high-level competition, Aggie sports, obviously the SEC, you know, indoor championships. Just a fun time. I I did the same thing. I I parked at Reed Arena at about 11.45 last Saturday. I walked over to softball, spent about an hour and a half at at softball, walked over to baseball, spent about 40 minutes (laughs) at baseball, and then walked over to Reed and watched the basketball game, and then I went home. And that you know, so Mm -hmm. it's a great way to do it. Like you said, you can just walk to all three venues, and then soon to be track, you know, over there. So it's a a dream. A lot of fun. Yeah, it's a
2: dream as a fan, because you're still a fan, right?
3: A little bit, you know. You, you got to be a fan. You got to cheer. You want to celebrate the moments, but you I, also know that I, hey, you might have to deal with something, I, I, you know?
2: Right. I, I and I meant fan as yeah, it, right, like right. you enjoy it, so, but I could. But
3: I want to I I, support our student athletes absolutely How about that and and and, be and, there, and be that's there for them. huge
2: because yeah. you've always talked about yeah. the the open door policy. Yeah. But then when Ross is there, what does that that mean so much to these student athletes? Yeah. Don't they? Yeah.
3: And the, and your coaches, I, I think it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, that if people know you care, then I think people are going to be, you know, inspired to maybe do things beyond what they think they're capable. And, and to me, that's part of what mm-hmm. leadership is, is being being around and being visible. And you know what? You don't you don't really think that they know that you're there when I say they meaning the student athletes. Mm-hmm. But then they come up to you and you didn't even see them at the game. And they're like, hey, I heard you were at the game. Thanks for coming. Like, how'd you hear that? That's you know? cool. Well, so and so told me, or my mom saw you, mm-hmm. or you know whatever it is, you know. Again, I think again that's why we're here. I mean, yeah. golly, and mm-hmm. then it's fun, and then it can be fun as a as a fan to be there cheering, right? You know, when you score. 17 runs in the second <laughs> inning. I, I did leave after that, though. I figured the game was in hand, and I wanted to go home and watch you the, didn't the men's needed. game on TV.
1: You didn't feel needed at that point. Right, right. Did, did, did my job. <laughs> Up to you, boys. Right. But it is fun. It is fun.
3: To your point. To your point, it is mm. fun.
1: Ross built a big lead and turned it over to the bullpen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm heading out. I told Kevin Hurley, I said, Kevin, I, I think we're good. I'm going to go home and watch <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the last eight minutes of the men's game. And That you was know? the best part to watch. Well, it's, well, it's, right.
1: It, here's it's how exactly we're going to start this ask Ross edition though is uh, his effect on games uh, we got a text this morning from Mm -hmm. our our third host Matt Mm -hmm. Simon who's actually out in Palm Springs California calling the softball action great win last night but you're about to learn Ross's effect on games and teams but we're gonna start with some storytelling (laughs) before we get to the questions now, you've promoted your own story from yeah. South Carolina yeah. with yourself, John Thornton, and Ross. But I do want to say before you begin, mm-hmm. the last time Andrew said, I've got a story for the next Studio 12, it involved him chipping <laughs> in the middle of a four-way intersection while the light turned red. In Olive Branch, <laughs> in in all Branch in Mississippi. Mississippi. I think we had to end nah. that with... Folks, don't try this. Don't try this. Don't do this. Don't, don't try if this. If your golf shot ends up yeah. in the road, yeah. don't wait for traffic
2: to stop mm. and go chip No. It. But here's a good story anyway. Yeah. Olive Branch, Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. Playing yeah. with UL Washington. And oh, And wow. yes, he does golf with the toothpick. With the toothpick. He still wears the, <laughs> the uh, shoes yeah. on the toothpick. Yeah. Okay. So that was the okay. last story. Okay. So
1: did y'all play golf in South Carolina? No.
2: <laughs> no. I wish. I wish. So as we play the Gamecocks, we have an extra seat broadcast site. So... The seating for our game is SEC, Dave Neal, Debbie Antonelli. I think it was the stage manager. Not sure what she was doing, to tell you the truth. Ross, me, Dr. Thornton. First half goes by, and I'm like, okay, well, what's, how's this going to be? You know, John and I doing whatever we're doing. You know, we're... <laughs> Over the course of the game, bad call. Ross will tap me on the
3: shoulder. He's like, that was a travel. Yeah. I should have called a travel. I'm like I'm making like- motions and... <laughs> And I'm like, I can't I, I can't, I can't really yell at the refs because then that, that wouldn't be good. So I'm, I'm beating should, up, should have him my headset. Yeah. I'm the like, third yeah. analyst. Yeah. Yeah. Said,
1: this is cool. <laughs> Our director of athletics is mad at the officials.
3: You know, just th- like we are.
0: There's plenty
1: of broadcasts who have the referee analysis. <laughs> just give Ross a headset; and he have yeah. been the ref. <laughs> They'd have gone zero percent if we yeah. did that.
2: <laughs> second half, Aggies trying to play better. They were down big at the half. How are they going to play in the second half? A lot of, lot of composure played well unfortunately not in it anyway quentin jackson playing well jj's playing well jj chandler drives on the baseline he does a 360 and lays it in timeout referee calls the foul here's the key part calls the foul John and I go into break and I say, JJ Chandler, 360 layup an and one. He'll be at the line when we come back, right? Mm-hmm. We are focused to our right. Ross is to my left. We focus to the right. John and I basically high five in JJ. I turn to my left and Ross gives the charge sign. Yeah. He goes, Ref called a charge. Like it was a charge. And, and John and I are like, oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 totally busted the call. <laughs> right. But because we're stubborn, that was our Wells Fargo winning moment as well because we just like the play so much by JJ. Look, we yeah. got it we got it wrong. It didn't count. But I was like but I was I was as I turned I was crushed and I don't think Ross wanted to tell me, Andrew, that was a, that charge. Was a charge. They called
3: <laughs> a charge.
1: I liked that yeah. you stuck with it for the winning moment anyway. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Well you know what's fascinating, I mean Look, things happen, right? I mean, <laughs> uh, but they were really, they were really, truly upset that they missed the call, like they got it wrong, oh. you know, on the radio broadcast, oh. you know. Uh, but what happened was, to me, here's what happened: is that thing happened so fast, and it was the it was the media timeout. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember what media mm-hmm. timeout, and the South Carolina like dance team was right there on the baseline, and as soon as the referee blew his whistle, because everyone knew the next whistle was a media timeout. <laughs> They come running out onto the court. I mean, I kind of got blocked too. You guys got blocked between the dance team, the referee. All you know, going to the media timeout. You're like, yep, and one.
2: My thought was he drives baseline, and he's got to be in the restricted area. The way JJ got so deep, and then here's JJ, who's you. Will you know JJ? He doesn't know what he's going to do. Sometimes, <laughs> I don't know why the, a left-hander running on the right baseline is going to do a three sixty. But that's that's I, JJ. <laughs> I saw
3: and I saw John at the uh, <laughs> at the game last Saturday, and he was he still he mentioned that call. He's like. <laughs> Man, I can't believe we blew that call <laughs> in South Carolina. I'm like, oh, that was a week ago. I mean, there's That's, been lots um, of mistakes between now and then. That was a week ago. Yeah. That's
2: Doctor Thornton. Yeah. Yeah. But he you know what? It was it. it was his idea to say, you know what? Let's just make that our winning moment. Let's just yeah. like let, yeah. do do if let's
1: just double just own, down. Just own it. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. You gotta love it. Just I love sticking. You know,
2: it was a combination of being disappointed. They played well early, and then South Carolina got on a roll. I mean, right. just on a roll. Down 19 at the half. Okay, what are they going to do? And as has been part of the DNA for this team, you know what? Even though it's 19, let's win the second half. You know, and it right. was and it was that. You like to see that Quentin played well, and you like to see that JJ had played well. And I guess we were. Like I always say, I look at things through the maroon and white glasses. I guess I wanted that to be an and one. Right. <laughs> but what I want and what the rest want were two very different things. Uh, you channeled your inner those moments. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, oh, great. With, yeah. the, with the director of athletics next yeah. to me, and I just butchered. The well, just
3: blew the call.
1: That's when you channel your inner George Costanza. It's not a lie if you believe it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's what you were doing right there. So. I d- if I do that
2: too often, though, I'm going to be working for Vandelay Industries. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Say Vandelay. Yeah. So, so one story comes from the East Coast, Carolina. And, th- 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 and now we're going to get into how much Ross affects games. Because mm-hmm. another story comes from the West Coast out in California where, like we said, Matt Simon is calling softball. And what a win last night to beat number five, Arizona, seven to six, comeback variety. They were down six to two in the sixth. Mm-hmm. But uh, Matt texted us this morning <laughs> knowing that this was the Ask Ross edition. And uh, he texts in as Matt from Palm Springs. I love that. That's not, you know, that's yeah. not the gr- a great disguise. <laughs> we know who he is. But uh, here's what Matt said, and then it leads to essentially the first question of the day. So, so Matt texts this to Andrew and I this morning. Last Friday, Aggie softball was 3-3, three and three, coming off a loss to McNeese. Ross made a cameo appearance in the home radio booth in the first inning versus Lamar. A&M had a six-run inning and hasn't lost since, seven wins in a row, including that Arizona contest last night. I want to hashtag ask Ross if he was born with level 100 karma or if it's something he (laughs) developed over his career. (laughs)
3: Let's see, you see, do you affect uh, the outcome? Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe both <laughs> development and uh, and born with it, right? Now, um, you know what we always say in the athletic world is: look, once the once the ball is tipped or kicked off or the first pit, like there's nothing that the athletic director can do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> now are we all superstitious? Do we have our moments where we okay, we're scoring runs, you know, stay in this spot or Hey, we just got an interception. <laughs> Don't move. Yeah, of course. I mean, you have those things. Um, but no, that was uh, I, I hadn't met uh, Chelsea, you know no, Reber, and I wanted no, to no, meet no. her, um, and, I, and I didn't have a chance because we kept scoring that inning, <laughs> and they never had a break. And so I'm like, I, I got to go back and meet Chelsea at some point in time because um, I wanted to meet her. So yeah, we haven't uh, we had not lost since. So that's good. That's right. We also have a saying in the AD world when something good happens. You know that's that's good ading, you know, Hey, that's good ading, you know? And then when something bad happens, you're like, yeah, that's not my fault. Um, no, obviously I'm being very, very uh, facetious about that. But, you know, look, here's the deal though, right? When there's good moments, mm-hmm. boy, you better capitalize on those yeah. and you better, you know, so we'll, we'll have a serious yeah. talk now. Hey, you better capitalize on those. You better, you know, maximize, you know, your program. And then, Hey, when something bad does happen. Okay. How do we fix it? Mm-hmm. What do we do to own it? You mm-hmm. know, like like you own that call, right? <laughs> what do you do to own it? What are we going to do to to make improvements? And and that's where your job comes into play. Yeah. Is, uh, but no, you want to celebrate those fun times, and you know it, it has been a great week in, in Aggie it Land has. with a lot of success, mm-hmm. and um, so those those are the things that make it fun uh, in our job. I just
2: want you to know that when I make the mistake, I double down and get a sponsor for it.
3: There you go. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Good question. That's from how you correct a mistake. Good I mean, question from Matt in
2: Palm Springs. By yeah. the way, two-hour time difference. What time did he send that? That was early. Oh my goodness, Wasn't that's it? a good
1: point. Yeah, that is a good point. You Tell
2: you gonna, what, we
3: uh, it's we travel to some nice places. You know, yeah. think about softball. Think about oh. women's golf yeah you know,
2: men's, for, men's golf men's Hawaii Hawaii right
1: Hawaii. now yeah. round two today yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> i mean you talk about that's bad ading i should be on those trips now yeah. you know <laughs> i should be on those trips That's exactly right, right. who
1: needs coverage <laughs> right i'm in that's
3: right that's right. <laughs> that's exactly right
1: uh, <laughs> that's exactly right all right with that we will get going uh, with the line of questioning for our director of athletics ross Bjork, here on the ask ross edition of studio 12 we will do that on the other side of the break You fired away, Aggieland, and he's here to answer them. Back in just a bit on The Zone. So let's begin a line of questioning from the 12th man coming to our Director of Athletics, Ross Bjork, on this edition of Studio 12, as we call it each month. Ask Ross. The February episode, Will Johnson, Andrew Monaco, and R.A.D. return here in the south end zone of Kyle Field. So if you're ready... Uh, you know, you sent out earlier this week to fire away. Uh, I think they responded pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we got they, some good uh, ones. They fired. Yeah, <laughs> they did. They got after it. And uh, uh, remember when you submit questions, two ways to do it now. Ross will usually send out a tweet, so will we, uh, through our social media channels prior to Ross's appearance. You can reply to that social media interaction, or now you can go to 12 com slash ask Ross if you want to submit a question for our AD on these appearances. Uh, first question came from Twitter. It's from Dave. Uh, his handle is at 12 and Edmund. Uh, I'm assuming he's up there in Oklahoma. But Dave wants to ask Ross that uh, – a little while back, Texas produced a short documentary. It's called "Lost Letterman," and uh, it dealt with a A&M soccer team from the early '80s uh, about getting a, a letter hmm. uh, here at this school for participating in soccer. So his question is, what would it take to get varsity level D one men's soccer at Texas A and M? Texas is a hotbed for men's soccer talent. Now he says this should happen soon, <laughs> yeah. but uh, basically his question yeah. is the chances of D one men's soccer
3: at a And You know what? It's a it's a great question, and and since I've been here, you know, in the last uh, I guess eight months now, probably the the two most prevalent questions I get around sports or adding sports is around men's soccer and women's gymnastics because the SEC is really strong in women's gymnastics. So I I get this question often, and in it and it it's somewhat complicated. I'll try to boil it down into a very simple uh, answer. But anytime you look at adding sports, you have to look at what's your current environment related to Title IX. That's the first equation. So Title IX is a federal law says you have to have proportionality of your men's and women's sports related to your student body. You have to meet the interest and ability of your student body. There's there's different prongs that you can meet to accomplish you know Title IX. Uh, equality. So that's the first equation. And then you have to look at, okay, what kind of facilities do you have? What kind of funding is available? How would you pay for it? So all those things have to be part of the equation. I think men's soccer is a great sport. The problem is there's only two programs in the SEC that have it, Kentucky and South Carolina. They actually play in a different conference. They're not even, SEC doesn't sponsor Mm -hmm. you know, men's soccer. So then you have to look at that equation of what's available within the SEC, what's your competition, if you will. So there's a lot that goes into it. Right now there's no plans to add any sports here at Texas A&M. To me, what we have to do is we have to maximize what we have now. Um, You know, right now every dollar matters. Every dollar matters from a standpoint of how do we fund, you know, all of our programs from equestrian to football to men's golf to men's basketball, you know we're maximizing what we have, and so we need to produce in our current sports. Before we'd ever look at adding additional sports, you look at the Title IX piece. We are in um, compliance mm-hmm. with Title IX. We're in we're in healthy shape. Um, you always monitor that. It's a yearly you know analysis. So right now there's no plans to add it uh, anytime soon, or add any sports for that matter. Uh, but it's a complicated formula. Uh, but I'm glad. We have people interested. Mm-hmm. It, it's a good conversation to have, and we can help educate people on, you know, what it takes to add sports.
2: Mm-hmm. That allows you to explore
3: things too. When you hear that, right? It's, it does. It's not yeah. like oh, nope. It's not. It's not a right. yes no, right? It's, That's oh, right. You know have a conversation. And if you look at, if you look at our Hispanic, you know, student body, you know, from that standpoint, you know, demographically, it'd be a great sport. There's mm-hmm. no question about that. But it's a bigger equation mm-hmm. than just mm-hmm. hey, it'd be a great mm-hmm. sport to have. Right. Uh, Just like women's gymnastics would be terrific. You'd fill Reed Arena on a Friday night. Well, there's a lot that goes into that, you know. So those are all the things that have to be part of the conversation. Mm -hmm.
2: Next question comes from Sutton Turner, fighting Texas Aggie class of 93. Last night in baseball, we have a bevel. Always comes to bevel. (laughs) Bevel on (laughs) the jersey, no bevel on the cap helmet, no bevel on stadium scoreboards, and no bevel anywhere on the Aggie ring or Corps of Cadet uniform. Can we please do
3: away with the bevel? That was a long way to get to the question, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, with, with Sutton. Yeah. Sutton, to bevel or not to bevel? <laughs> that kidding. is the question, right? <laughs> you know, I get this often, and, um, you know, I, I think, look, here's the thing. For whatever reason, the bevel was put in place. You know, maybe it was to add some variety, you know, whatever. Uh, I, I do think consistency, you know, is important. And so he pointed out gosh, we have a bevel on the jersey, no bevel on the helmet. no. You know, So those are things that are part of our analysis, and, and part of hiring uh, Michael Thompson to oversee our external relations was to really apply consistency across the board in everything that we're doing, whether it's 12-man productions or marketing or licensing, things like the bevel. Um, and so it's on our list to review. Um, there's a lot that would go into it if there's a change, um, you'd have to really analyze why would you make that change? Mm-hmm. How many layers? You know, I mean, you just look at your shirt. Yep. You look at the sign behind us. We have mm-hmm. the bevel on the twelve. Yeah, and right you'd behind have to go through. Over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you'd have to go through a lot of things to change out. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of your graphics and so. But I, I do agree with them that consistency is important. Um, but right now, it's an analysis. Mm-hmm. We're reviewing it. Uh, but again, kind of back to the adding soccer. There's no plans to do away with it, but we want to analyze it and make sure that we're consistent I- as many ways as possible. Identity becomes so important for
2: schools, right? We have that identity and almost, um, you know, the, the, the non-bevel is part of the history mm-hmm. or tradition. Mm-hmm. I, like, last year we wore the throwbacks, right? Uh, right. right. Two, two 98. Two, two years ago, ago. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we wore, wore those. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Anytime you can bring mm-hmm. up Wrecking Crew, you know that right, history. Anytime right. you can you can have yeah. Jackie Sherrill and the entire you know twelfth yeah. man. Co- that's neat. But identity yeah. becomes becomes right. important for schools, right. doesn't right. it?
3: Yeah, you look at the back of our scoreboard. You know, right there on the south end of Kyle Field. I mean, that's the biggest um, you know A and M logo that I'm that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. right. It's just a block. Mm-hmm. There's no bevel on it. You know, so brand identity, brand awareness, you know, all those things. Uh, we have a great partnership with our campus mm-hmm. uh, licensing program. They do a great job. And so it's a, it's a broader conversation than just athletics. But consistency, mm-hmm. I think, is important, too. But then, hey, variety. Does it help sell more product? Uh- I mean, you look at all those you know, par- parts of the equation, yeah. too. And so, you know, we're going to review it and, and see what the right approach is.
1: All right. Good question, Sutton Turner. Good question. And another good one coming from Brett McGee. I like getting a question from a recent grad. He's class of 2019. I like getting the out-of-town questions. He's from Alvin, just south of Houston. So Brett has a football question. Will there be any changes to our uniforms this year? That comes with one question mark. And then right (laughs) after that, White, White face mask. mask comes with, I think, eight, many, question eight, eight question marks
3: behind okay. that
1: one. <laughs> so.
3: Brett and Alvin, I appreciate the question. It'll be a very short answer. Stay tuned. We got, we got some things we're working on. Our equipment guys do, do a great job. Uh, our partnership with Adidas uh, is very meaningful. And so, yeah, we're working on a few things, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, unveil – uh, what those might look like, you know, in the coming months. And yet, so before you
1: get to the next question, sometimes yeah. a short answer says a lot,
2: doesn't
3: mm-hmm. it? It does. Yeah. I <laughs> just want to say that
2: the Aggie ring cleats we wore last year that phenomenal. was neat, oh, that was phenomenal. Neat. So we bring them to Jimbo's radio show. I wasn't sure we were going to get them back. Yeah. they had the. Oh, they had the, They. But you know, it, typical Aggies, yeah. right? No one was thinking about, well, they might have been thinking about it. I don't know. But they passed it around. Yeah. Had both, both pair around,
3: looked at. It was it was wonderful. And I heard the players just went nuts for yeah. when they mm-hmm. saw those. Really mm-hmm. special. So, yeah, things like that. I mean, you got to cool. be, you know, look, we want to be traditional, you know, maroon and white. And mm-hmm. Those are our colors, right? But, yeah, every now and then you got to, you know, shake things up and. So stay tuned would be the, uh, the answer.
2: Oh, and a good answer. I like that well, answer a right. lot. <laughs> Do we take this one from Mike? We got it. Okay. We got
1: one more before the break. Go class ahead. Of
2: ni- uh, I'm sorry. Class of 1973, Mike and Brian, when will we have Wi-Fi at Reed and Bluebell? <laughs> will Bluebell – is it too, uh, this is in a different direction. Will Bluebell be renovated
3: to add seating after this season? I know on the Wi-Fi at Reed, we're actually getting some cost on what Mm -hmm. it uh, would look like at at Reed Arena. Bluebell, um, you know, right now, because of the crowd sizes and and things like that, you know, we haven't heard a whole lot of uh, deficiencies um, at at Bluebell from what I understand. But it's something that, again, we'll look at Reed and then, you know, perhaps Bluebell um, and then our other venues, softball, track, you know, things like that. And then at this point in time what we're doing as part of a master plan analysis of all of our facilities we're looking at you know what are the opportunities at Bluebell Uh, part of it is I need to kind of see it in action and so last weekend was the first time that I was able to to see a game you know on the A&M side where I really you know was paying attention to what are the opportunities what's the flow of people we had great crowds Mm -hmm. you know opening weekend Uh, wasn't perfect weather necessarily, but I think we had great crowds, you know, now we're selling beer, you know, so I think you have to look at the impact of, you know, sort of what does your premium seating look Mm -hmm. like now that you're selling beer across the whole stadium. So there won't be anything done after this season, uh, but it is an analysis. We are looking at plans. Then you have to do a cost analysis Mm -hmm. and then you figure out how you're going to pay for it. Um, I do believe that there are opportunities Mm. to expand seating there. I do believe that people will help us support baseball. Mm -hmm. Baseball is important here. Mm -hmm. Um, I do believe that we can add more premium seating, more experiential seating, more sort of deck, you know, party decks, if you will. Mm. I think I think there's opportunities. I believe there's opportunities, but I really want to study that Mm -hmm. uh, and then figure out what the long term solutions are. And then how do you pay for it? Right. So time and money. Yeah, (laughs) As it relates to facilities, (laughs) it's uh, it's all about time and Mm -hmm. it's all about money. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's on the list. We're reviewing it, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens.
1: Like all the uh, traditions out at Bluebell, bubbles, ball count chant, guessing trains. I mean, first real live look at it. You
3: know, I knew about the bubbles. I knew about ball five. I didn't know about the train counting. Hmm. I First didn't know about that. First train of the year had eight engines. Eight. Really? Who yeah. guesses eight? I never yeah. would have guessed eight. <laughs> so we, we were, were sitting shocked. there. I was, yeah. Eight. I mean, I was sitting there with my family, and I'm like, "You heard the whistle, and then all of a sudden you start people yeah. start throwing uh-huh. up. three and four is always you three know, and four yeah. different uh, hand, and I'm like, "What are they doing? And then, you know, when 8 came by, the crowd just went, "Oh, you know. Oh my god, 8 trains, you know, 8 8 engines." So that was a that was a new uh, tradition that I did yeah. not uh, know about. All I know is Bell. a
2: couple years ago I was stuck in a studio and uh, my son took a picture at Bluebell and he said, "Man, what this is a great afternoon. Wish you were here," right? That was yeah. awesome, right? Yeah graduated he has a job dad last year took the picture of himself at Bluebell, yeah, yeah. sent it to mm-hmm. drew and said great day great, here great day wish you park were park here is. oh that was sweet That's revenge cool. there you go. There you go.
1: now you guys got to catch one together absolutely <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right we've got more with director of athletics ross bjork on the other side of the break it is the ask ross edition here on studio 12 more questions after this on the zone Ross Bjork back with us here on Studio 12. Ask Ross, February edition from the south end zone of Kyle Field. And we got a lot of questions from the 12th man, a lot of good ones. So we are going to continue with that line. And we pick right up with Rebecca, class of 08 from San Antonio, who is obviously an Aggie baseball fan because Rebecca asks, Ross, can we expect to see Aggie baseball replica uniforms in retail stores. And the final part of it comes with an exclamation point. Aggie baseball fans are clamoring for this <laughs> merchandise. Now.
3: Love it. Love that we got people asking about baseball uniforms. You know, I know that we have uh, we have replica jerseys here at Bluebell Park with our, our team shop in uh, in Bluebell. As far as like a mass, you know, market aspect, this this becomes a challenge um, and we're working with Adidas, and we're, we're renewing our contract with Adidas and trying to get better in this area. But this becomes the challenge to, to mass produce you know, those type of items. Um, and there's really no uh, apparel partner that's really good and really perfect at this. Um, so we've talked to Adidas about it. how do we expand our offerings, how do we get more in retail stores. So it's, a, it's on the list. It's an ongoing project. But I do know, Rebecca, if you come to Bluebell, you can get a replica jersey uh here at uh at Bluebell Park. So maybe you can come watch us play uh starting tonight, Saturday yeah. and Sunday and uh, and pick up that jersey. And I didn't But it's kno- a great question.
1: Yeah, I didn't know if Rebecca was being specific about the 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 maroon yeah, the uniform new, the new with the white pinstripes well, yeah. on Sunday which was Those are sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I got to the park and I was kind of double taking right. but by the end of the day I that, that stuff had grown on me. Yeah. Like, That's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. you, you know
2: something's a hit, and I, I had to call this up because I've remembered it. Um, when baseball went to the Texas A&M on the front in the script, mm-hmm. Otaro Laka was still here before he left. Where can, mm-hmm. where can we purchase one of these bad yeah. boys? Right. <laughs> right. And I thought, <laughs> you know what? It had the 12. I was yeah. like, someone's yeah. got to get OT. Even he, if it's not the 12, I know, you know he'd wear the 12. Right. Or yeah. a 42 for him. Yeah, for o t yeah when athletes
3: yeah when they're embrace. about it yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. no it's it's something that we can we can definitely do it, but I know you can get jerseys uh here at Bluebell. absolutely
1: mm-hmm.
2: I did like those on Sunday, by the way,
3: yeah, I liked them a lot,
1: yeah, I think it's an every Sunday thing,
2: army this weekend, them, huh yeah that's a, it's a really cool, yeah. I was thinking about it i i sorry i'm sorry to uh go off on a on a tangent but i was thinking about that like it, army has to appreciate coming here to a school like a&m because of all the traditions and 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 how much and i've always liked this it's like with yale a couple of years yeah. ago when you had, you was had president bush mm-hmm. stuff like that i, I really like that matchup yeah the, you know the military schools and, and texas a
3: and makes total sense there's no, no doubt about it actually the uh, the army is actually doing a big recruiting weekend mm-hmm. to try to tag in the baseball game obviously with Texas A&M and our mm-hmm. history with the core and mm-hmm. so it uh, it'll be a big weekend you know here on campus so yeah it's a cool cool series to have
2: yeah. and, and and will you know better than anybody our our players absolutely appreciate that as well even you know you have you're talking about the core and all that but the players appreciate it i remember how blown away they were with president bush yeah that was, was mm-hmm. and they just,
1: all say that even guys that have gone on from the program i mean that's one of their top moments from wearing an Aggie baseball uniform, going yeah. out to home plate, taking a picture with George Bush, watching yeah. him throw wow. out the first pitch. Yale yeah. was here. Yeah, that I mean, was an incredible that's day. Right. And they'll have that same type sentiment with the Black right. Knights rolling in. And they right. look, if you like pitching, get out there tonight because Asa Lacey against Logan Smith, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's about as good a pitching matchup yeah. as you're going to get right. early in the season. So runs could be that's at right. a premium tonight. But a um, couple more. Uh, I'll hit this one, Andrew. You got the last one because the last one comes from a good friend of yours over (laughs) at the coach's show at Rudy's. (laughs) uh, These last two both come from Twitter, and I'll hit the one from John Michael Sofer. And – you know, he, he prefaces his question with the knowledge of <laughs> yeah. what he's asking about is yeah. very, very expensive. The, the good <laughs> thing is John Michael does understand what Ross was saying. Right. right, right. right. and cost. That's right. So, <laughs> so John says, I know it's very, very expensive, but has A&M
3: looked into doing the colored lights at Kyle Field? It sounds like John Michael's in our budget meetings <laughs> um, <laughs> because he, uh, he may have heard about the cost. So we, we do have a cost you know, on doing, you know, sort of what it is. It's really an LED lighting system. And so I think what he's referring to is Ole Miss has a system in place. Alabama put in a system this past year, and so did Georgia. Mm -hmm. And then we we, we played at Georgia, and it was a, you know – late afternoon game it got to be dusk and, the, and they turned the lights on and I think it was a third quarter break uh, so our fans you know saw that you mm-hmm. know firsthand and so you know right now there's not a plan to do that here at uh, at Kyle Field uh, you know now that Kyle Field is approaching is this going to be year six of the expansion the, mm-hmm. the renovation mm-hmm. the redevelopment Yep. You know, those are the kind of things that you have to look into, like what changes need to happen um, as the building, you know, becomes more mature. Uh, But as of now, for 2020, we do not plan on adding any, you know, colored lights. Um, The other aspect about it, based on his first point, very, very expensive, are you guaranteed to have night games? Mm -hmm. No. That's true. We're not. You know, and so... If you install this system and you you can only use it one time a year you know is that is that worth it is that a, a for games, for games on the right, right. You know. now you can use it throughout the year and you can do all kinds yeah. of things with it you know and do cool videos and things like that and you can use it for recruiting you know so those are all the things that are part of the analysis but you know and then you have to say does it fit does it fit what we're trying to do does it fit our traditions game right. day is very special here you know so We'll have it on the list. We'll keep looking at it, you know. As like I said, as Kyle Field becomes more mature, but as of now, as of 2020 season, there's no plans to to do any of this.
1: I'm hoping we
2: play lighting. a bunch of
3: 230 games. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, right. Yeah, right. That, that, that's the time slot <laughs> right nice. now, isn't it? But but
1: <laughs> can I throw this at you? The, the 2020 football season it mm-hmm. just came up. Are you feeling the anticipation? We're here in February, uh, and we didn't, we not even hit spring oh, yeah. ball yet, and. Are you feeling the anticipation this, this from the guy who season? was
2: feeling it on December 28th, maybe the night of the 27th <laughs> right. after beating up right. Oklahoma State. <laughs> no,
1: I, yeah.
3: Hey, that's momentum. I mean, that's what we talked yeah. about, you know, by winning that bowl game and, and the recruiting class. And the recruiting. And, boy, you see, you know, you see that, uh, you know, our program, there's only six programs this year in college football recruiting that signed more than four top 100 players. <laughs> and we're one of those six we signed six of them. Mm. We signed six top 100 players. There's only five other programs that signed four or more. And we're in that category. Mm-hmm. And so we're part of elite company. And so yeah, you can feel the momentum. Everywhere I go, whoever I talk to, it's like, man, I can't believe the job Buzz Williams is doing. And then I can't wait for football season. Boy, I can't wait to see this team. Boy, the schedule really you know flips in our favor. We got seventy some percent of our sc- scoring back right on offense. I mean, mm-hmm. so people keep talking about uh, the season, so you can mm-hmm. you can feel it. Yeah. Spring ball's uh, right around the corner. The spring game on yep. April 18th. Yep, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a, a, a great weekend. So
2: we left Coleman Coliseum with the win. Go by Bryant Denny, and I said, "Oh man, I can't wait for November." Uh.
1: Here
3: we go. can't <laughs> wow. wait for November. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, you man, you got, man, you got me excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> he needs, he
2: needs. This question from Twitter comes from Ian Curtis through his dad, Walt. Uh, Ian is at every coach's show Jimbo's, Buzz's. Now he's now a writer, he's now published. Ian wants to know what previous life experience helps you most in your current role? Wow, we're going deep.
3: Yeah. Deep, deep thoughts yeah. Yeah. here today. That's
2: all Ian asks. Yeah, Deep thoughts. yeah, I yeah, love it. Questions. Ian, thank
3: you. Thanks for, uh, and, and Ian, I think this is more than the first question he's, uh, I mean. Yeah, he's asked he, one he's every coaching show. Right? Yeah. yeah.
2: And the ones that we haven't gotten to, because you've heard Buzz and Jimbo talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just, I keep them, just yeah, in case. Because yeah. if I get stuck, Ian, yeah. Ian's the fallback he's, for me. Uh, I appreciate it, Ian's yeah. good <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> So life experiences. Um, I, I, I remember this uh, like it happened uh, this morning. Um, when I was at UCLA, I got a chance to be around uh, John Wooden. And um, the first time I really interacted with him, we were having breakfast at his favorite place. And obviously Coach Wooden's the legendary coach at UCLA, won 10 national championships. I said, Coach, look, I'm, I'm the new guy here at UCLA. You were the new guy in 1948. <laughs> what advice do you have for me? And he, said, he looked at me and he goes, I don't give advice. He goes, but I'll give you my opinion based on experience. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. how cool is that? Mm-hmm. So, to me, every time I give a talk about you know leadership or being an athletic director, it's never like a how-to. Mm-hmm. It can't be because I can't. You know, you're different than me, and mm-hmm. Will's di- like mm-hmm. we're all different. Um, so, opinions based on experience. Um, <laughs> I'm writing that down by, by Coach <laughs> Wooden. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I really believe that uh, the life experience of being a, a student athlete. At a much different level, um, division two level, but you really did it for the love of the game. You didn't do it because there was you know a hundred thousand people in the stands I mean you played because you just wanted to be involved in sports and in and, and athletics and so to me, that's probably the most helpful thing is being a student athlete where we had nothing to work with um, then the other thing that I would say is being around programs. That had very few resources, where you had to just work hard for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think those things, you know, helped me along the way. And then on the personal side, I think just growing up around faith, uh, a mm-hmm. faith-centered family, uh, from my grandparents, you know, to my parents, where it was always about, okay, what's the right thing? You know, what's uh, what's the leadership lessons that we can learn? You know, from uh, from Jesus, and then you just follow your faith, and so those experiences, uh, I believe, have helped me the most in in my current role. That's per- what I would say, Ian. Thank you for the question. Yeah.
1: That a perfect way to wrap up the lining line of questions. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. right on this Ask Ross edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you got a little more time because we got time on the other side of the break. Let's got go. about four or five minutes left for the last segment want to run down everything going on this weekend and just get your take on yeah. it. Can you make it yeah, all? That's well, right. We're going to see if Ross can make see if all we can make this it all. stuff. <laughs> but we'll wrap things up on the other side of the break right here on the Ask Ross edition of Studio 12 on The Zone. All right, great questions from the 12th man today on the Ask Ross edition of Studio 12 for February and look, March is going to be busy. These questions keep
3: coming. Mm-hmm. I know.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, that's fine. Keep sending them. We can yeah. go to two hours. Yeah. That's right. Give <laughs> the extra hour for the <laughs> Ask Ross edition, no doubt. But uh, speaking of busy, uh, I want to run down what's happening this weekend in Aggieland and it, it, we're going to kind of rapid fire through this. So if you need to know, folks, just visit 12thman.com. The entire schedule is there of Texas A&M Athletics right here in College Station over the weekend. So let's start baseball tonight. It's Army, and that series goes throughout the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Tomorrow, 2.30 tip time, men's hoops against Mississippi State. 2 o'clock is the Bud Light tip-off show with Andrew Monaco and John Thornton. Track and fields got the Texas A&M invite at Gillum Stadium tomorrow but I want to extend their schedule to next week as well mm-hmm. because over the over next weekend, they've got the SEC Indoor Championships coming to Gillum Stadium. Sunday, women's basketball hosts Auburn. Women's basketball got a nice win last nice night one, right? on the road at Georgia. And then Friday through Sunday, both tennis teams are in town, men's and women's tennis. They both have matches at the Mitchell Center throughout this weekend. So I'm trying to tally it all. That's four, <laughs> that's five, that's six. You're as many as – you could say <laughs> nine to ten events, yeah. yeah, in College Station this weekend, and like I say, all within walking yeah. distance <laughs> of each other.
3: Depending and, on the day you get out, there. and also um, on my calendar, I'm showing soccer has they they, a they do a, they match. do a spring season. Yes. Oh. it's obviously an exhibition. They have a match at four o'clock.
1: That still sticks with the theme of walking tomorrow, distance because you know, so like field holy cow. Is right there. Yep. <laughs> there's a lot.
3: There's a lot happening, um, and that's what that's what's cool. We also have a uh, a really large uh, donor event. Our Champions Council mm. is doing mm-hmm. an event uh, tonight before the baseball game, and then we have a, a bunch of programming tomorrow. We actually have Commissioner Sankey, excellent, uh, coming in town to to speak to our donors. Uh, he and I are going to do kind of a panel uh, tomorrow. So we have the commissioner coming in town. He'll stick around a little bit. Uh, I think, for the basketball game. Um, so there's a, just a lot happening. Uh, but that's what's fun. That's what's fun there about uh, about what we do. And, again, if you look at what our basketball team is doing, l- let's take the women for a second. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, getting Kennedy back a mm-hmm. huge deal. But last night, you know, she had 12 points. Yep. And you look at our inside game. I mean, India Jones. <laughs> I mean, she's like a it's walking. A
2: 15 straight now? Double-double, you know.
3: <laughs> and she only had five points going into the yeah. fourth quarter, I think. Um, and then was able to get over the the ten point mark, and then had you know twenty rebounds. <laughs> uh, what a cool what a cool young lady. I uh, mean, she is so special. And then, you know what what Buzz is doing you know with this basketball team. If you would have said, "Hey, we're going to win seven SEC games," you know, with thir- thirteen into the season, Coach of the Year. I mean, let's put it yeah. out there like he should be SEC Coach of the Year with where we were picked. You know the roster being very unknown, mm-hmm. you know going into the mm-hmm. season and to win seven games has been remarkable, so it's going to be a fun weekend. Yeah
1: after the Alabama win, I think it, uh, one of the national pundits, I think Aaron Torres brought put up that what you put just that out said. There. I mean yeah. legitimate yeah seven and six after <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna after say the, Fairfield, <clears throat> yeah, and now yeah. this team oh is seven and six if, yeah, in from conference what, from November right?
2: to now. And right. Where they've grown in the confidence right. and looking at these young players. Great group of guys also.
3: Absolutely. I can absolutely absolutely great say that. Man. It's
2: been fun. And I, I say the same way I said with Jimbo was here. You better get us early because if you don't <laughs>
3: Yeah. We, and here and let's, miss your chance and let's uh, let's challenge the twelfth man to mm. show up at Reed. Look, we got a lot going on, there's baseball yep. but you know what? This team deserves a great crowd you yeah. know, tomorrow afternoon to support them to show, you know, the commitment to, you know, A&M basketball. Let's and, as you,
2: and as you say that, last Saturday was terrific against Georgia. I think it's going to be up another level. Yeah. 12 yeah. man was terrific. We got, to, we got to do it. Let's yep.
3: deliver a great atmosphere. Right.
1: Final thing I'll say, April 18th, Maroon and White <laughs> game. This That's right. Here we you. go. <laughs> yeah. Right have around a, the corner. Hey, because great... you guys had me anticipate That's that right. 2020 season yeah. early. you got to find a, the football Have fitness. a great baseball weekend. Hey, we will. We will. The Aggies and the Black Knights uh, this weekend from Bluebell Park. Thanks, Ross. Thank we'll you, guys. You again, All, All right, you right. Let's have a great weekend. Right. Thank that, you. That's the Ask Ross edition of Studio 12 right here on The Zone.